Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. All right, everybody. Welcome to the Saints Happy Hour post-game show. It is a bit of a chaos situation here, but we'll try to get through it as best we can. We are joined live from the Superdome. Andrew is with us. Andrew, how is the atmosphere at the Superdome in the fourth quarter of a preseason game? I'm one of 17. I'm one of 17 fans left here with five minutes left. So um, I have to say that. Uh, clearly, um, Saints fans are spoiled fucking rotten at quarterback. They are peeing and crapping all over Teddy Bridgewater's performance where he was 110 quarterback rating. But before all that, before all that, we have to say Dave couldn't join us today. He had a family situation. A cat died. It was seriously, it was very traumatic for him. But... To make him feel better, his UDFA son is in the lead now to make the roster. Little Jordan showed out, scored a touchdown. Well, I mean, make the practice squad, maybe. Let's not go crazy here. <laughs> well, uh, but yeah, he did make it's more he than your son, who can't even uh, see the game because he's in jail. Yeah. Um, Yeah, you know, Zigbo showed a little bit here late, but yeah, I I would say of the three, definitely, after preseason game one, Dave is now firmly in the lead. I mean, but seriously, this game, I mean, I thought Bridgewater was really good. Yeah, he held on the ball ball too long. Are fans really down on him? Yeah, they're like, he wasn't that good. He, He, you know... He had three drops. The thing is with Saints fans, we are so spoiled rotten that when you see quarterbacking that's above average and pretty good, when you compare it to Breeze from last year, you're like, eh, he wasn't that good. He held on the ball too long. He missed some throws. Like, you, you got to, like, clean your mind that it's never going to be as good as Breeze. Do you remember when Zach Streep was on the show and he talked about Breeze throwing guys open? Yeah. So, like, I, I just saw Bridgewater be like every other quarterback in the NFL that's not Breeze or Brady. And he, yeah. he wasn't throwing guys open, you know? Like, if the throw was there, he would make it. If there was nothing there, he would check down. And he, he looked like a pro quarterback to me. He looked like a guy that made the right decisions and generally had a pretty live arm, and he looked pretty good. Uh, he did not throw guys open, so I did not see – mind-blowing Drew Brees-esque things from him, but I see why the Saints like him. I thought he executed well, and so, you know, he looked like a very good backup quarterback to me and a borderline starter, and I mean, that's what I view Bridgewater as, and um, you know, if you're expecting more, then that's that's just dumb, and if you're 
you know, if, if, I don't know. I, I feel like he was good, and I was impressed overall, and I, I don't get it. I, I don't understand how I, – I just don't think your expectations – it's like you said, like we've been spoiled. I mean, the thing is, like, he's – to me, he looked like Dak Prescott. You build a good team around him, he could be pretty good. But if yeah. you don't have all the pieces in place – He's not going to – He's Teddy Bridgewater isn't really going to elevate anybody. Teddy Bridgewater isn't turning David Patton, 2008, into a 1,000-yard receiver. Like, it's not going to happen. The problem is there, – there's problem. the problem out there is you. Pe, other people hear the word Dak Prescott and they think that's like a huge insult. When <laughs> Dak Prescott is a starting quarterback in the league that has brought a team to the playoffs. Yeah, so, like it – you know. Like, like, I think a lot of people hear that name and they think, oh, he's garbage. Well, he's not, you know, and Matt Stafford and Matt Ryan are not garbage, you know, but like, that's, that's what he looks like to me. I'll tell you what was kind of garbage the Saints secondary to start the game, man. Eli Apple, he, he could, he had his, he had as much trouble finding the ball as I do finding my cell phone when it vibrates at like two in the morning. Like... And Patrick, Man, Patrick I mean, Robinson the, the got torched. Bad. The containment was bad. Uh, I just, <laughs> the defense really all night, and the backups were even worse. Uh, <laughs> the backups were so uh, bad. I, 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 I thought the defensive performance. Dennis Allen, you know, and I'm sure they'll get better as the preseason goes. Um, but thankfully, uh, some of these guys won't be on the team, and uh, Den- Dennis Allen's got his work cut out for him. You know, I think he'll be a lot better, obviously, scary. but. I'm not sure how deep this defense is. You know, if something hey, happens to the starters, I'm not sure how much depth this defense has right now. Here, here's the thing that people need to understand. Is Andrew's at the game, but he's texting me throughout, as we always do. Andrew was writing love sonnets to Manti Teo during this game because he, he was so concerned about how bad the Saints backup linebackers look. You were writing love poems to Manti, weren't you? I, I miss him. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> It was. I mean, you know, people in the chat room are saying the Saints' defense is already in midseason form. I mean, look, they're thirteen and two last year with a forfeit. So, I mean, I, I can't get that upset about it. You just have to see. I mean, the main thing with this game is nobody got hurt. That was fine. Yeah. Um, the one thing that the only thing that that I take from this game that was really, uh, I, I wouldn't say is it, it's not like a crisis or or, or oh he's a he's a bust. Marcus Davenport looked awful. Like, they had him in the three-point stance. He got run over twice. Like, just, like, knocked over. He was on it flat on his back. I don't mean, like, run at I mean, like, literally, he, like, got pancaked twice. So, that's a concern because they played him a good bit. You know, Andrew, it may be a case where he likes rushing, standing up, and not being with a hand in the ground. The Saints may just have to be like, dude, that's what you like to do? Okay, we'll figure out how to make it work for you. But that 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 was my that, that's my only negative tonight is I, that Marcus Davenport is, was just he looked lost. He looked he looked like a rookie, except that it's his second year. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not that worried about it. That kind of stuff's gonna happen. I mean, he's still a raw player, so he's gonna he's learning on the job, and there's gonna be moments like that where he'll have some tape yeah. to look at and realize his mistakes. He still has freakish athleticism. And I just think it's one of those things where sometimes in preseason maybe you're playing not to get hurt a little bit. and I don't know. I'm not that concerned about it, but obviously he's not there yet. And 
so you start to ask yourself, is he ready to be a full-time starter? And that's where when you were protecting him by with a rotation with Alex Okafor last year, and that luxury doesn't exist for him overall this this coming year, that's a, that's concerning to me, yeah, because like he doesn't really have that safety blanket now, so he's gonna have to learn fast. Um, I still think he's gonna be a good player for the Saints, but you know he's got four games to figure this out before it really counts. So um, you know that's an, another example. Like Okafor not being there kind of goes back to the comment I said before. This defense doesn't have a ton of depth. No, and I mean it. it it's I mean. The NFL, just the way it is, it's just hard to it's hard to build depth, right? The one thing, anybody in the chat room, if you have questions, thoughts, because there's a there's a bunch of people in the chat room tonight. Thanks for joining us, guys. As we started before the game ended, if you have questions, fire them. Um, Dan Arnold was both good and horrible. I know this is the wrong opinion to have, and this is totally not healthy. But I just will never forgive Dan Arnold for that drop in the NFC Championship, and I want him off the team. And I know that's a horrible, horrible thing to say, but that's the, the way I The touchdown was an amazing play. It was an amazing play, but I, I just felt like, I mean, this game illustrates Dan Arnold. Like, it's just typical, same old, same old. Like, makes an unbelievable touchdown play. I, I thought that was a great play. And then the pick is just abysmal. It's just awful. And I, I just think Dan Arnold is a guy that has nice size, is a guy that you would think would be able at, at the tight end position to maybe expose linebackers way too inconsistent to ever trust him. And yeah. like, I just, I don't want to see him on the field in a meaningful game because it's kind of, it's like Kobe Fleener, <laughs> but worse. You Sco- know, it's like, it's it Kobe Fleener, but less reliable. Is what Sco- he is. Skook says, we love Dan, but Dan is also cursed. Fredo yeah. says Dan Arnold is the offensive version of Scott Shanley. Is he? I mean, I don't think he's that, the. That would be, that, that's a that's an incredible compliment. Scott I don't Shanley think Dan Arnold's that good. Fleener. No, I I think Dan Arnold's like the dollar store Kobe Fleener, is what he yeah. is. I mean, he is. Um, you know, All right, I'm leaving the Superdome. I got to jump. All right. Well, so so we Andrew's going to. 34-25. It's over. 0-16. <laughs> 0-16 plus 0-4 in the preseason 0-20. Thanks, yeah, thanks, yeah. Andrew. Yeah, 0-20. All right. All right. So now I'm flying solo, so everybody in the chat room help me. But here's the thing, right? You, preseason, my thing was interesting is I get so excited for the first preseason game. And it doesn't matter how old I am. I got excited. I went to Popeye's. I got the Popeye's chicken sandwich for the first time. Oh, by the way, the Popeye's chicken sandwich, if you haven't had it, it is clutch. It is, It to me, it blows chicken Chick-fil-A out the water. Like, it's just, it's not even, it's not even comparison. Like, the the Popeye's chicken sandwich is, is fucking amazing. I, the only chicken sandwich I like better than it is the Burger King chicken sandwich. And I know the Burger King chicken sandwich is weird and probably a bunch of you are freaking out. I just have this nostalgia for the Burger King chicken sandwich that I love that's weird and unconditional. But the Popeye's chicken sandwich is it's phenomenal. Um, but then I ate it, and then the game started like three plays in. I'm like, oh, preseason is trash. And this preseason game, it just ended. I felt for like a little while like it wasn't going to end Wednesday. It had so many penalties. It felt like the fourth preseason game, and I wanted to find a sharp object and slit my wrists. Um. Thanks, Gooks. A Zigbo might actually be something. And I have to say, Dave Little Jordan 
might be in the lead, but Azigbo has got a shot, and Andrew's adopted UDFA son is still in jail in Wyoming, so he brings up the rear. Um, I will say, little Jordan probably didn't, he probably won't make the roster, but he sure as hell probably locked down a practice squad spot, which is, you know, it's good for him. He'll get a six-figure salary for the year. Um, so, Todd says, Sean looks like he lost a few and not in a CrossFit way. It's a great thing. I think the black just makes you look slimmer, man. I, Sean Payton, when he did that interview with Jim Mora, he was looking thick. Um, so, uh, Fredo says, at least we have Zion. But how, everybody in the chat room, how did y'all feel about the secondary? Or, or, how much of the preseason, can, since they went 13-2 and two and, and, a, and a forfeit, you can, we can ignore everything in the preseason, right? We can just, ah, 13-3, and, 13 and three, baby. It doesn't matter. Dennis Allen will fix it. Sean, Sean Payton will fix it. It doesn't matter. We, and we can ignore it, right? It's like a... It's like the picture of a it's like an ink blind picture, right? You can you can look at it and you can see whatever the hell you want, and because the Saints have won twenty-four games the last two years, we can just ignore everything. But when does the secondary look bad tonight? When does the Saints bad play in the preseason? No matter that it's preseason and you know deep in your heart that it doesn't matter, when does bad play at a certain position reach a level where you're like, Oh my god, this is gonna be bad? And I don't know what that is. I think injuries play a part of it, but my thing with the secondary, it, my main concern is I think P.J. Williams is always going to be a guy that's up and down. And the thing with Patrick Robinson is he's not exactly young. I mean, they picked him in 2010, guys. That's a long time. I mean, he was the Saints' number one pick the year after they won the Super Bowl. So he ain't exactly young. So if you have P.J. Williams regressing, Patrick Robinson is suddenly old and washed, then you're Lattimore and Eli Apple, and suddenly you're an injury away at the second in the secondary, having to plug in Crawley or whoever the hell, and it becomes an issue. Um, so uh, the the fact that P. Rob hasn't been cut yet terrifies me. Um, yeah, I mean the thing with the Saints second, the thing with the Saints secondary, and it's been I I, I think it might have been. Uh, I forget. It might have been uh, Reed Gilbert who who has disappeared since he doesn't blog anymore. But he was one of my favorite bloggers. It might have been him, or it might have even been uh, Skooks who said, "Look, in 2009, the Saints sold their soul to the devil for the greatest turnover-producing season of our lives. And since then, they've been unable to create turnovers, interceptions. They became the no-catch motherfuckers, and it's just going on a decade now of corners that." Besides Lattimore, like, not that they just drop balls, but, like, they can't even locate them. It's it's uncanny, the Saints' inability to catch the interceptions or even create chances to get them. Um, yes, uh, Skook said, rip read. Yeah, I feel like if you're out there, and I know blogs are hard to do, and it's bad, and, 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 we, and we don't make any money doing it, but... God damn it. The quality of Saints comedy fun writing is so bad. I feel like I'm the last one. Somebody out there, 
hunt down Wang, hunt down Reed, hunt down the angry Houdat, and make them right. We need to do like a misery style hunting down of them and make them start to blog again. Because I feel like I'm the only person that's creating ridiculous, stupid Saints humor, and I need more of it in my life. I, I like to read other people that do it, and there's no one left, and I'm sad. <laughs> Reed, angry who that Akeem drops the ball, all gone. It's all gone. It's just, it's just me, and I'm old, you know. Uh, and my jokes are getting stale because I have a three and a half year old, and I don't get to watch movies. And I'm, and my my pop culture references all ended like ten years ago. Um. So, as far as where the Saints are with Taysom Hill. And look, we all love Taysom Hill. But the one thing, and and I've never thought that he can be a full-time quarterback. But I look at him tonight, and I'm like, my God, I I don't even know if Sean Payton is going to call more passing plays for him. Because his passing and his reading of the defense is pretty freaking terrible. Um, And he's awesome. Like, as far as like a preseason quarterback, he's awesome because he runs around, and we know he's going to do awesome things. And Sean Payton's going to cook it up. But I was hoping like his throwing would get like maybe like twenty percent better, and that would expand the possibilities that Sean Payton and him could do. And I just didn't see it tonight. I mean, I he's still, you know, ugh, it's just. Uh, yeah, Eric Paulson thinks my humor is too much. Oh, by the way, they're still deciding on if I will be there at WWL for the for the uh, for the full season. I'm I'm thinking I'm, the thing is we're debating on whether I should have a backdrop behind me so I can look more professional, or do you guys like the chaos and the insanity of cats jumping back and forth and a cat possibly jumping in my lap? Do you want? The full comedy, it looks like uh, community television, it looks like public access when Eric Paulson is talking to me. Do you like that or do you want me to look more professional? Do you want me to set like a bookcase or like a professional drop backdrop? This is Saints Happy Hour. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Facebook. Um, green screen <laughs> Photoshop behind you. We will Photoshop the cats in. Yeah. The, the, the OSB thing that I have, it does a green screen, but it 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 really I, I we've tested it out. It looks if this if if this is to be believed, the green screen actually looks worse than my kitchen behind me with cats potentially fighting. The thing that scares me with the cats is the jumping behind me is it could be bad. Uh, they could jump in my lap. The thing that really scares me though is if I set up the backdrop. And, and the cats are still loose. One of the cats jumps on the backdrop. It falls on my head. And I'm just on YouTube and everywhere. And the national media picks it up. And it's the the, the backdrop just falling on my head during, during the thing. Uh, I'm here for Ralph on location. That's that's good. I mean, but the thing is, I enjoy I enjoy doing the morning show. And as my wife has said, I just need to stop with the blinking. I look like I'm a prison I'm a prisoner in the Hanoi Hilton, uh, saying SOS to people. Um, but back to the game. The other thing that I think is clearly apparent, and this is a really good thing, is uh, McCoy 
aka uh, DJ Khaled slash Drake. He's the starting center, and that pushes Nick Nick uh, Easton to a backup role, hopefully, because when you have Pete and when you have Warford healthy. So that really, I think, solidifies the Saints' offensive line and can make it to where, you know, we, we going into the preseason, we were really worried, hey, if the Saints get one injury on offensive line, and they'll be kind of screwed because they don't have death. I think McCoy is what they thought. It bumps Easton back. Uh, you have my, you have some other guys, Ola and and guys that they uh, clap and um, Cameron Thompson. So they they their offensive line could absorb, I think, one maybe two injuries and be okay. Um, so that's a really that's a really good sign uh, for, for me. Uh, you guys, you want the cats? You want the cats photoshopped in? You know, there we have the one cat that's really calm. If the Saints get really good and are just crushing teams, or they're really bad, maybe I could sit the cat in my lap and pet it like a Bond villain and just insult the Falcons. That would be good, right? Um, so, you know, it's really weird to to look at the Saints and see this roster and know that they don't have that many holes uh, to fill. So I wonder if they're going to churn the bottom of the roster. And like you guys said, running back tonight, I think Murray, you know, I didn't touch on it with Andrew. Murray, I thought, looked... He didn't look as good as Ingram. And look, we are attached to Mark Ingram in a way that him and Kamara, the comedy team, was just amazing. And, you know, Murray, unless he's amazing, we're always going to pine for Mark Ingram. He's just like a lost love. And can I say, did any of you see the shot of Mark Ingram on the sideline yesterday for Baltimore? He looked so sad. He looked like he didn't want to be there. Like, I think he was probably texting Kamara during the game. Like, he looks he looks so sad, and I just wanted to be like, come home, Mark. We still love you. Come back. Um, but he's gone. Murray looked good. I thought Dwayne Washington looked good. My adopted UDFA son, Azigbo, looked good. I think Jaquiz Rogers, he looked fat, and he's going to have a hard time making this roster. I feel a lot better at running back. Um, than I did uh, even before <laughs> before this game. Uh, Raymond says, hashtag not my running back. Murray looked good. He's the new dad trying to p- replace the cool old dad. Uh, yeah, it, it, is, it is true. Um, you know, and, and look, the Saints, besides Spiller, you know, they haven't made... When they've gone out and got a free agents guy with Sean Payton, they haven't made many mistakes. Even Kobe Fleener, for all the struggles and stuff he had, he caught 50 balls the first year. He had the he had the second year he had the big he had the big huge game against Washington in the comeback, and then he got concussed and his career was over. But I wouldn't call him a flop. And you know, Kobe Fleener, the contract people say it was high, but a starting tight end that catches 50 balls, seven millions, what you pay. Um, He's he's wearing young Mark's number, <laughs> Skooks. I am so I, I just look at Ingram. I wanted the Saints would have kept him. He would have broke the rushing record. We would have had. It, granted, it wouldn't have been a big as big a deal nationally 
as Drew Brees breaking the record on Monday Night Football, but it would have been as big a deal for us in the Dome, right, if he'd have been able to break Deuce's rushing record. And I wanted that so bad, and I just, like, it broke my heart, and I want to take Mark Ingram's agent and and send him to Gitmo because they just totally botched that. There wasn't a big, huge contract out there, Um, and it just... <laughs> Hashtag Mark Fire your agent. It just makes me, it just makes me so, so incredibly sad. Uh, so I guess as we sort of wrap it, wrap this game up, and we sort of look to uh, next week, I have to say, uh, when I look to next week, I'm gonna look for uh, some more at wide receiver because. You got Michael Thomas. Traquan Smith had a drop tonight that wasn't good. Uh, I still think they're struggling. I still think they have some stuff to sort out there. And I'll tell you what. Uh, I think I think Jared Cooks, like, I don't think you're going to see anything in the preseason. I think all the stuff that Peyton's cooking up for him, whether it's going to be the Jimmy Graham older stuff than like uh, Deuce Windham said today on the athletic that I read, or it's going to be something new because I think, I think cook is faster than Jimmy Graham. He's almost like a, like a, like a supersized wide receiver where Jimmy Graham was really a tight end body. Like Jared cook is, is just this giant, almost wide receiver running down the field. So I think all the Jared cook stuff that ain't getting, you ain't getting seen none of that until Monday, uh, versus, uh, versus the Texans. Oh, and Dante Harris, I have to say, uh, Shirelles, the guy they signed from Minnesota as the punt returner, I have to say, Dante Harris, he looked really good as a returner, and he may, he may make this, he may, he may push Shirelles to make this team, and it's going to be fun for the Saints to finally have a punt returner where we aren't just dreading them to make a mistake and we're like just catch the ball don't do anything dumb oh my god why are they having Camara back there uh to return punts like I think those days are over I think they'll be better at returning punts and oh by the way what in the hell was Camara he was featured on the first drive and touched the ball six times which was six too many in a preseason game Jesus God um Grayson showed he could catch for LSU he's gonna be uh he's gonna be really interesting um so it was it was a good it was a good night. I mean look, as we sort of wrap this thing up and thanks to everybody for listening, as we sort of wrap up the preseason, uh as Andrew always says, nobody got hurt. Everything else is secondary. That's what the Saints had tonight. Uh our UDFA sons looked amazing. That was great except for Andrews who's in jail. Uh Lutz was good on kicking. I just think man, the Saints they curb stomped teams on special teams last year with Lutz, with Morstead, with Taysom Hill. Uh, and if they get even an average return, if they get a return guy that averages 10 years, 10 yards, uh, if they get a return guy to average 10 yards a punt return, which, oh, by the way, they haven't had since Sproles in 2011, if they get that, their special teams will be top three. And they'll just, they're just curb stomp teams and special teams, which is sort of an underrated thing. Uh, Grandison is still 500 on all the stats. <laughs> I, I love. I don't know what's funnier: the fact that the the UDFA that Andrew adopted uh, went to prison, 
or the fact that when Andrew had the chance to switch and pick another one, he doubled down and said, no, you don't just give up on your children and stop loving them because they do something bad. So he went, he's fully committed to Granderson. And of course, Dave will be insufferable about little Jordan on Monday. So everybody, thanks for joining us. I hope you uh, have enjoyed this as much as we do. Tonight was a little weird because Andrew was at the game. Uh, Dave uh, had, unfortunately, a cat pass away, one of his cats, so he had to deal with that. Uh, but next week we'll be back. It'll be the regular post-game show. It'll be more normal and not just me blabbering on and on. Uh, I hope you guys like this. Um, and if you're not a patron, become a patron. It's $7. It's awesome. You get a koozie, a magnet, a screensaver, and Andrew is going to try to go back to the black and gold store, the $10 rack. And he's, he texted me today. He's like, they had a Jarris Bird jersey. They had a Delvin Bro. They had a Delvin Bro jersey. They had Jimmy Graham. They had um, a Darren Sharper. They had like all these great Saints jerseys on the discount rack and I told Andrew to buy like three or four of them and we're going to start just giving them away every Monday if he if he can go back and buy them we're going to start giving them away every Monday in the YouTube channel if you're in the YouTube channel we're going to name it you get the old ten uh, Saints jersey off the $10 rack uh, and that's going to be fun but everybody thanks for joining us this has been uh, a great Fun. I hope you enjoyed the first Saints Happy Hour live stream post game show. We'll do it in the preseason. We'll try to do them every uh, for every regular season game we can, unless the ones that I'm traveling into the dome. Thanks everybody for joining us. The Saints they didn't win, but they didn't have any injuries, and a lot of players look good. I hope you got drunk. I hope you enjoyed kind of sorta NFL football. We will see you. Monday morning and Monday night for the regular Saints Happy Hour show. Until then, the bar is closed. The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And 
Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash match. Just go to indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate.